Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes episode 204. Pokemon number 204 is Pineco. Couldn't find any other interesting 204 <laughs> numbers. So Pineco. Uh, I don't I'm, even know what that is. You'd recognize him if you saw him. Um, Google him. It's it's like he looks like a Pineco. Um, I'm Trey, joined by Dylan and Cameron. Tucker is late. He is working. We've had all sorts of shifts on our schedule this week. We're recording on a Thursday. Um, so he will be joining us later, we think. How are we doing, gentlemen? We're doing, man. We're doing good. That was a little skippy, but we're good. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, my end. You guys are coming through crystal clear, um, so the recording should be good. But uh, it's just been it's it's been a rough couple weeks with this computer. It's on its last leg, apparently. So trying to figure it out. We're hoping for for minimal hiccups tonight. Winners and losers. Um, first of all, winner Cameron on the poll. I think this once and for all puts it to bed. Uh, Seventeen points for Cam, twelve for Dylan, six for myself, five for Tucker. With the wasties coming up in a couple weeks, um, so we got to start doing our due diligence on that. Sent figuring out if you've got any takes of the year you want to submit. Any uh, most wasted takes, anything like that. I think we need to have a, a gambling award included as it's become a, a larger part of the show. So, uh, yeah, the fourth annual Wasties. Four. That's crazy. Um, other winners and losers. Our parlay loss. Yeah, Almost late. immediately. Um, Tucker took the Thursday night under. And, uh, I, t- I mean, I thought it was a great bet. Nope, incorrect. Um, I didn't check. I, I'm forgetting the legs. I think I hit my leg. It was Broncos plus three. I'm pretty sure they won outright. Um, do you guys remember what your legs were and if you hit them? I think mine hit by like yep, a Nope, mine did not hit. Yes. Not even a little bit. Lions minus three and a half. Bears beat them by two touchdowns. Yeah, so that did not hit. Um, Dylan, what was yours? Do you remember? I can, uh, I can find it quickly. But I feel like I had it. Um, um, Eagles plus three and a half. That did not hit. So that's a loss. That was my bet was? Okay, I guess not. Uh, I'm the only one that hit this week. Uh, Tucker Congratulations. Is, Tucker is four and ten. I am eight and six. Cam is seven, five, and two. And Dylan is even at seven and seven. Uh we're having a tough time. Tucker is miserable. I can't believe Like, actually terrible. <laughs> um, other winners and losers. He's I, a What was that, Cam? Sorry. It's just so... It, it must suck to be Tucker. The realist. Is he coming across bad for you, Del, too, or is that just me? Yeah, we started talking. No, it's bad. It's very bad. Yeah, it's bad. The, the, the connection's bad. On Cam then. Okay, I'll I'll try to fix it. Right. Yeah. No worries. Uh, you know it does suck to be Tucker because one well, I have a loser here, Tucker. Um, and Cam for that matter. I've had to listen to for the past month of Bill Stan. Bill Stan, you're insane if you think he's gone. He's 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 staying. He's mastering the tank. This is all part of the plan. Human craft have an agreement. Blah blah blah. He's in a perfect position to draft. Turns out maybe not. Reports this week that after the Germany game which I said they were going to fire him outright after the Germany game. I was on to something. After the Germany game, the Crafts made the decision. That's it. We're done. 
at the end of the year, we're done. Uh, he's gone. These are unconfirmed reports, um, but it's from a good source. I tend to believe this source, Tom Curran. He usually is on, he does a pretty good job. Um, so I am going to go ahead and declare Tucker a loser for, and Cam, for thinking that they know more about the Patriots than me. Because I know how this team operates. I know what these guys are thinking. I'm t I've told you from the jump that this is Bill's last year. And I've been right. And I've been, I, I, I'm partly a loser because I've been saying Bill should be fired for the past two years. I did say he should. I never said he will. I said this year he will, will be fired. He's being fired this year. So I'm giving myself a winner. I'm giving you two suckers a loser. And I recommend that in the future, on Patriots-related matters, you listen to me. Just just listen to me because I know what I'm talking about. Okay. Okay. Cam? Just a, a quick response if you guys can hear me. We hear you. Um, I, I don't care. Either way, I've, I've said this from the beginning. That's yeah. why you're giving Tucker the bigger loser. Um, I just thought maybe it made more sense that he was tanking, and I thought, you know, maybe he'll stay. Kraft has something up his sleeve. Yeah, the sooner you guys realize that the Patriots are not some mythical organization. You do no more. Yeah, they, they, they are not some mythical organization. Right, right, right. They are a normal football team now, and this is how they operate in normal football teams. Not, it's not something I read into like you do. I'll never deny that you know more about Patriots football than I, than I do. Just like I would never say, you know, you know more about Giants than I do. I don't. That's claim why to. I didn't bet it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me. I just had a take, and you, Tucker, on the other hand, if he was here, lean into him, lay into him. I don't care. He's continuing to to make the take. Oh, it's not true. The rumors aren't true. I don't care. They probably are true. I was probably wrong. Oh man, too bad. I don't care. Belichick's gone. He's going to the Chargers. See, my take is coming up soon. Um, you picked the wrong side, essentially, is why I'm upset with you, Cam. You picked the wrong side. You followed Tucker and not me. You, your take yeah. should be based no, on, on... Oh, no. I, I said it first. Tucker followed me. Any page... Okay, f fine. Any Patriots takes you have should be based on, on my, my knowledge of the team, not Tucker's. But I, I do agree with you. You did say it first, and then Tucker followed you, because he's, he's like a rat trapped in a... You know, trapped in a, a container. Like we're any way out, any little little hole, he's sticking his nose in to try to get out. He's 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 drowning right now with the Bill Belichick talk, because all of a sudden, people, you know, the majority of people realize he's not a good coach anymore. It's time to go. Um, any other winners and losers? That's all I had. I had, I had to do that little diatribe. Um, the Broncos. Broncos maybe and the Bills take that I had is um, yeah so Bills take not only did it win but you know it's it, 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 it won by a good reason yeah we should have we should have touched on that that was the one that won it was the the take oh my god the poor Chargers right now um the take was that the Bills are getting bailed out by the refs to they're gonna games are gonna be fixed by the refs to uh, get them in and uh, while it might have not have been fixed. It, the refs were a big storyline coming out of the game where the Bills needed to win. So it was a really good take. Uh, I'll give you your flowers there. It was a, it, that's a that's possibly take of the year type yeah. stuff. Like, it's not yeah, solid. Fairly Dickinson's got take of the year all over it. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's got to win outright. Um, Dale, did you have anything? Um, winners and losers? Anybody have any Shohei landing destination takes? I'm pretty sure I said he was going to be a Yankee. No. 
I got none. Alrighty. Uh, wasted takes. Um, I have a Bill Belichick related take. It sounds like Cam does too. Who's um, watching? Yeah, Cam. Uh, okay, I'll go. Um, so last weekend was a good weekend for Bill Belichick. Uh, Thursday night, a week ago, tonight, uh, he beat the Steelers, which he loves to do. Um, that put him in a great mood for the Army Navy game, where uh, you know he's a Navy guy. His dad was a Navy guy. Uh, they've always been very, you know, hand in hand. And to have it at Gillette Stadium, it was always going to be about Bill. Him winning put him in a better mood to go on the show. He does the whole shtick with the hat, all smiles, yada, yada, yada. If you were paying attention on Thursday, they were, uh, Al Michaels was talking about what's going to happen with Bill Belichick. Some say he might coach somewhere else. Some say he might stay. The one thing he did talk about a bunch, like, was Bill's possibility of broadcasting. He mentioned that Bill had won a um, Emmy for producing uh, the NFL 100 Greatest Players of All Time. Um, so I'm taking all these breadcrumbs together, and I had this take ready to go for Tuesday. And then on Tuesday night, the report from Curran drops uh, that the Patriots are moving on. I know I made a ton of takes about where Bill's going. I'm just throwing another one under the pile. I can call myself a winner, whichever he decides to do. Bill Belichick will be in a booth next year. He's retiring from coaching. He's quitting. He's hanging it up. Um, he has gone through a bunch of crap with the Patriots. He's now putting on this face for the national media show. And I can do this. I can be funny. Smile, Bill. Haha, <laughs> isn't it so funny when Bill is in a good mood if we'd never see it? I don't think it'll be a good announcer. I don't think he'll be in the booth. I think he'll be one of the, uh, you know, the, the pregame guys. I think the shtick of, haha, Bill's actually in a good mood will wear off within two weeks when he's always in a good mood. Um, but I think he's setting himself up. I think just all these breadcrumbs come together. Al Michaels talking about it, him putting on a big show on TV, and then the report that he's that he's getting uh, cut loose from the Patriots um, is all going to culminate in him leaving the NFL this year, at least for a year. He might come back to get the wins record, but he's going to take next year off to be – and a, and a broadcaster of some capacity. That's the take. Okay. Okay. So like a Sean Payton type deal. Yeah. It's uh, very similar Sean Payton. Right. Okay. I disagree. And it's just because the take that I'm going to give. Um, so I, I won't really touch on it too, too much. I'll pass it off to Dylan, but I, I disagree. I don't really agree with it either, but you know, I needed a take. Um, I see. I see the possibility of him not coaching next year, but I don't really see so much of a possibility of him being in the booth. Um, the guy's been football heavy for his entire life. I think he wants a break. Um, I think he's going to step away from the game. Maybe he comes back to the booth or pregame show in a few years, but I don't think it's going to be the year right after he stops coaching. Uh, the, the only thing that makes me think that he's not going to go somewhere else and coach is just that he's older and like, do you really want to get up and move and change everything and go everything for like five years max too. It's not like he's going to be there for 10 years. Like, 
Yeah, and the whole but like Watt showing up to Gillette Stadium to or to his office. It's like he's he must be in such a giant routine. It's been every year for how many years? Just twenty four, twenty three, something like that. Yeah. Was it? But so just he's never had to switch. So like this would be like a whole new experience. And I, I don't know. I feel like at that at his age, he might just be like, you know, I forget it. That's so, kind of yeah. That's part of it too. I think he's just gonna step away. So I, I don't close the door on him ever coaching again. I just think that uh, based on all these things I'm seeing, he's going to take a year off. And then if he decides he likes the broadcasting, and stick with it. If he really wants to win wins record to go back, he'll go back. Uh, Cam, you go go ahead and uh, tie your go go ahead with your take. Yep. Yeah. I hope you guys can hear me. We hear you. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go quick here. So it just came out that in 2027 uh, the the LA SoFi Stadium is going to have the Super Bowl again. And I've already been on the take that uh, it, it, it makes so much sense for Belichick to go to the Chargers, right? Yeah. I mean, Staley's out probably tonight. It's 42 to 0 at halftime against Adrian O'Connell and the Raiders. Incredible. Uh, Staley's gone tonight. He's gone tonight, and they're making the call to Belichick tonight. So I think Belichick goes to the Chargers. That's, that's just the, the premise of my take. And I think it's it's uh, it's an unbelievable fit. It's the best fit. I think both of you guys would agree. I think you have agreed between talent, a guy that you know, and just Herbert that can that can make plays. You don't have to really uh, bring any more talent in. It's a declining franchise in general. It always has been. Um, I I think Belichick goes to the Chargers, and then the 2027 SoFi. Uh, Super Bowl thing just kind of added to my take. My thing is that Belichick is going to win the 2027 Super Bowl in SoFi Stadium. He's going to be there until 2027. I don't know what kind of contract he's going to sign, but 2027 is the year that he ends up winning. Here's where he'll go next year. Okay. Um, So I do think that that is the best landing spot for him. Um, I agree with you there. Uh, he, it's ready made. They have talent. They suck right now. They're, I mean, this is incredible that they're getting blown out like this. They suck right now, but they have the talent. I mean, they have weapons. They have the quarterback. They just need good coaching. So, um, I do think I, I agree with you. It's the best place for him to go. I disagree on the Super Bowl thing though. Um, I think if he is going to win, a, I don't think it's out of the question that he wins the Super Bowl there. I think. The longer he is there, the more the chances go down of him building a Super Bowl roster. I think just from watching what what has happened here and as time has gone on, the roster seemed to get worse and worse and worse. Um, I don't know what the cap is like out there. I know they're paying uh, Herbert a ton, so it can't be super easy to move around. But um, I think the longer he's there, the less chance they have going to the Super Bowl. I think if he is to take a year off, and like in my take, He'll get out there and win one that first year in 2026, and then it'll be downhill from there. If he goes directly there next year, he'll win within the next two years, and then it will be uh, down down the pike. But I, th- I think that's a little too far out for me to, to agree. I just don't think he can um, – I, I, I don't know the Chargers' like contract situation, like I said, the cap situation. So if they keep the same team around, maybe. Um, but I think – the longer he has his fingerprints on on a uh, 
on building a team if he is the GM, which I assume he would be in this situation, um, then the less chance I think he has of, of winning a bowl. Uh, Tucker has joined the podcast. Yeah, Welcome, Trey, Tucker. I just want to comment on that right away. Um, I think you're 100% right. I mean, Belichick has proven over the last 25 years that he cannot sustain a solid team. Um, that's been pretty clear over the last 25 years that the Patriots have not been able to be consistently good at any point over that entire period. So 100% Welcome, Tucker McNair. could not see that being a possibility, you fucking bozo. Um, but going off of that thing, um, uh, I, can, I can see it. I've said... He's going to go to the Chargers. He's going to win a Super Bowl. It's going to make me miserable. Um, and I stand by it, Cam. I love the take. Um, I can think so far would be in the cards. I don't think that like a one or two – I mean, this team is bad right now. I feel like they have a lot of pieces, but there's clearly something missing for them to be that bad because bad coaching is obviously comes into play here, but there's clearly some parts not meshing. For it to be like that. So I think it will be a multi-year. I think 27 is a good prediction. Dale? Um, I mean, you're talking about Cam's take, yeah? Yeah. So I think uh, going to the Chargers is definitely in play if he stays. I don't see too many other possibilities um, I think we've talked about it before. I don't, they're kind of like a fringy kind of sometimes okay, sometimes bad Kirk Cousins type team. And I, it, it, it it's, it's, I can't get the words out of my mouth. Um, Belichick has proven in the past three, four years that Maybe he can't bring a team out of the depths at his age or maybe his coaching style or the, the type of team he tries trying to create. So I don't know how well it would go with the Chargers, but I think if he were to not retire and step away from the game like we were just talking about, I think Chargers could fit. All right. Uh, Dylan, do you have a take? I do. Um, the Heisman Award was announced a couple of days ago. What's the guy's name again? Jaden Daniels. Jaden Jaden Daniels. Never heard of him. So, he's pretty good. I was looking at his stats, uh, obviously. Very good. But there were some rumors, and or not rumors, there were some talks of him being one of the worst Heisman winners or something in, in a while. Um... The take, what, what, was there even, uh, was there even, like, uh, controversy where, like, people upset that he was chosen over some other people? Yes and no. I mean, but it just was, like every other year? Yeah, it, this year was, was like a lack of talent. It's kind of like the NFL. People yes. were like, I mean, I feel like nobody really has that dog. So we, nobody really knew who was going to win it. Bo Nix originally was supposed to win it this whole time, and he was third. Michael Penix, he led Washington to 13-0, and that was a big thing. So 
the Penix fans are kind of upset about it, but at the end of the day, I, I thought Daniel should have won it. Besides winning, I, it wasn't much of a controversy. It was just like a lack of talent kind of year. How do they decide it? Is it is it it's a committee? Committee of who? Committee of the people that just have opinions and are old. Yeah. So here's, here's my take. I think I don't know if you can restructure the Heisman. I mean, it, it would never happen. Restructure the voting or or the you know, choosing of the, of the player. But I think it would be cool to maybe have a new, another award in college football. Um, you know how, obviously, they have some sort of formula that, that's determining who gets into the college playoffs and that gets influenced by other things. But I want a college football quarterback award, name it whatever the hell you want to name it, where it's a point-based system and I want it front page news it's you get a certain amount of points for touchdowns certain amount of points for yards certain amount of points for you know rushing touchdowns throwing touchdowns big plays I want I want it scored every week I want to see updates it's like uh, it's like in NASCAR when they have the point race I want, it, I want there to be a point race. I want guys to make bad decisions in big games because they're trying to win this dumb award, um, and there's no influence of anything outside. This, these are the points, and you get the award. I want something. I want to spice it up a little bit because it seems a little dull this year who came to the Heisman. Um, I don't want that award to just go to some losers that apparently aren't very good. I want a new award, point-based. Now, Dylan, this one, a lot, if this was a point-based award, he would have absolutely won. That's fine. I, I, that's fine. I'm not saying. People had the issue of the fact that he put up eight touchdowns against Georgia Southern University. So that was going like, to be my question. How do you? This is a huge they have, they have. schools. And then it was like, meh, versus, I mean, he lost to Florida State outright and got outplayed by Jordan Travis. Like, same way how you have strength of schedule for winning games, you get strength of schedule for the amount of points. He lost. All right. You get you get points for wins, points for losses. Because now running up the score against bad teams in your model is just better versus a guy. That's what I want. Like my guy. I want people to chase the awards so we can yell and scream at them for being bozos, not trying to win games, and and just worried about a dumb award. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know how, if I have a response to this. This is, I mean, it's interesting. Um, yeah, no, the strength to schedule thing. I mean, it. I was gonna say like then you could end up with Heisman just in the lowest bowels of college no, football. It's not the Heisman. It's the okay. The the, the Dylan Benham quarterback it. award could be yeah, going exactly. to one of just the worst teams in football that played. That's what, I don't care. Give, give I'm not saying love. that's a bad give thing. It to, LSU mud dogs. Yeah, I don't care. It might not be a bad thing. Um, I, I like it. Rando. I like it. I I think it's an interesting idea. I don't know how much stock would be put in put into it because the Heisman is like number one. What's the name of the actual quarterback award they give out? Is it the Davy O'Brien? Davy O'Brien. Yeah, there there is another one they give out for the best quarterback. Maybe cool. they need to restructure that one. So I'm saying I think it would be fine. The Dylan O'Brien Award. 
Uh, Cam, any thoughts? Any any thoughts, Cameron? Sounds like uh, Cam is talking right now. Can you hear me? Now, now we can. can. Now we can. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. This is like the good Hello. old days. We hear you. Can you hear us? Yeah. I was going to talk about. Oh, I was going to talk about the Davy O'Brien award. Go ahead. He's gone again. Well, it's just that. It's, uh, uh, oh boy. The only thing is the Davy O'Brien award. So it's a point that that is given out on a point-based system. Just the best statistical point. No, I need. I need. I want to know that. I want to know one guy has two hundred and sixty-seven, and another guy has. 258, and they're going into the last week, and he needs to come up with some extra points to win the award. That's what I want. Okay. That's it. So you just want a fantasy, a fantasy QB. Uh, I'll Maybe. go first, just real quick, so you can get rid of me. I, I think this is dumb. This is stupid. There's too many. Too many awards. That was Cam's. Yeah. We're losing 50% of the words. We, uh, we're losing you pretty good. Tucker and I already did touch on it. So our producers are. Uh, this is this show is getting bad. Very bad. It's getting worse and worse every week. <laughs> it's really it's not good. I, I was scrolling through Instagram. I'll the other be day. fine once I have my apartment back. I was scrolling through Instagram yesterday, and, and there was a guy or a kid that I went to college with for one semester who has his own podcast. He has his, he's got his own like sound room and mics and, and he's got making Instagram videos and he's yeah, got like well, we text are... on it and there's like edits and stuff. And I'm like, Oh yeah. this is quite possibly guy, the worst this, podcast. This doing it. <laughs> the fact that there are 200 plus episodes of this show and each of them is of terrible quality. is pretty funny. <laughs> it's pretty funny that we've consistently like done this and never like stepped up to put uh, any effort in at all. So, Gray's computer stinks. Mine's a dinosaur. Right, can we? Cam's got no connection. Can we make a pact? I don't know if you can hear me. We've can made packs. We've made packs. No, 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 Can we make? No, we make a pact. Whenever one of us gets some sort of raise, a significant raise, we just we just go ahead and invest into like sixty dollars worth of equipment, please. <laughs> the thing is, like, I would buy it. I just. Happened. I just don't know how to like put it together where it's like a where we're doing a call and the, the audio is going to yeah, be clear. Sixty dollars worth of equipment with just you being a stable Wi-Fi. Company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might be sixty dollars a month though. I don't know if we can sustain that. I'm in the middle of a move. Someone get the RSS off Cam. I don't think at any point over the last I'm gonna say year and a half Cam has had a good Wi-Fi connection for an entire episode. <laughs> Except for when we do, was he here for the wasties? The last wasties? He was not here for the last wasties. Yeah, I didn't think so. No. Yeah, so a year and a half. We're gonna. Start. And this is probably <laughs> Cam's last wasties ever coming up. His parents are moving out of Berkshire County. He's got no reason to come back for holidays anymore. So yeah, he does for the wasties. Yeah. Does, by twenty twenty four, we're gonna blow up. Yep. This is the year. This is gonna be our full time job <laughs> at this time in twenty twenty four. Uh, uh, I got a way to take me off. Go off. 
I'm watching this game right now, and you can call it an overreaction. You can call it whatever you want. Brandon Staley is the worst coach in NFL history. Uh, I know there's teams with records. There's there's coaches with worse records. Coming into a team with this much talent and finding a way to blow it up this tremendously, like you have the top quarterback in the league. You had a ton of weapons on defense. You had a ton of weapons on offense. Your line, I don't really know anything about their line, but I'm sure it was fine. It was Sean Slater. He's good. The fact they still suck is an anomaly. They can't win a one-score game ever. This team is atrocious, and it comes down to coaching. Like, I know people can say, like, there's a coach that went 1-31. Yeah, but the team sucks. Like, no one looked at that team and said, hey, every season they're a playoff contender. Every season, people say, like, hey, Chargers, they have all the pieces there to make a run. And then they consistently underperform. He is the worst coach in NFL history. And I think that I might be able to do as good of a job as he Yeah, it's uh, – you definitely have a point that he has – he has come into a good situation, right? Like, he can't – did they did, – was he there when they drafted Herbert? I believe he came in right after the draft. I thought they did. He did too, but came into a good situation with a good quarterback. Has had talent. Has underperformed. It's it's I I don't. It's hard to make the argument. I think for worst of all time because he has made a playoff. So that's like obviously a thing you want your coach to do. But like you said, like and in that one performance, he blew a massive lead and like one of the worst playoff losses ever. So I think there's a case to be made. Um, I mean, this right now going on is pretty incredible. I mean, this t- this Raiders team is not good, and they are just dog walking them. So um, I think it's hard to say worst of all time. I think Hackett would be up there if you're looking for a recent example. Um, a lot of guys that didn't make it through a full season, he's been there what four years now. Um, but you're right; he's under under uh, achieved every year. Uh, the one time he made the playoffs, he had one of the most embarrassing playoff losses ever. So, um, I guess I I think he's in the conversation. That's what that, that'll be my response. Um, Dale, excuse me. Um, Cam, give it a shot. Yeah, I, I, I 100% agree with you. I, I think that uh, he's probably the worst head coach I've ever seen in my entire life. And in the playoff, uh, not victory, but playoff birth and lack of victory just kind of proves it further. I think that game that Justin Herbert threw for four touchdowns and three fourth quarter overtimes, you know, comebacks. And then he blew it with the, with the timeout call against the Raiders when they made the playoffs two years ago. He had a that up. Yeah, abysmal. No, I, I've always been on the fire daily train, and he must know somebody high up to make it through this. I like this take, Tucker. I think he's the worst head coach I've ever seen in my life. Oh, Jacoby Myers. Myers is I'm glad we're paying marginally less for Juju Smith-Schuster. I'm glad that's a thing. Uh-huh. Um, 
Yes. Hey, Trey. We, would you we really don't... want Jacoby Myers and to be five and seven right now? Yes. It'd be more entertaining. I, I would. Um, I'd rather have Drake May. Oh. Wait. Ugh. Drew, Drew Lock. Drake May now. Drew Lock. Oh yeah, I to- no, I totally flipped. I'd re- I want I I like Caleb. I don't like Drake. Drake. I love totally Michael Penix. Lefty, he's fine. Whatever, bring him in. But he's a lefty. He'll stick. It's the one thing I've been consistent on. I don't like the lefty. Uh, Dill, did you have um, a comment? We don't think it's Herbert, do we? Because I still think he's Kirk Cousins two point. I mean, I think he's not. I I I, I he's really good. Like he's. Really good sometimes, but he is a loser. He's not, you know, one of those guys like Mahomes or Burrow or Allen that can like elevate to a winning, like a, a put the team on the back guy, at least not from what I've seen. So I think it's a combination of both. I think we'll know about Herbert with the next coach, right? Like if yeah. Phil comes in there and Herbert is still losing close one-score games, then you're going to be like, okay, well, Herbert is just an absolute bum. So. Yeah. That's a good Interesting idea. All right. Um, let's do some football talk. Uh, there's there's actually a lot we should probably get to. Hey, what was your take? I'm just curious. Uh, my take was that with Bill uh, getting a win and being happy for, last week and doing the whole Army-Navy thing and then the reports this week about him leaving that he is going to for at least next year leave coaching and do uh do broadcasting for at least a year i think the last thing bill belichick is going to do is podcast i don't know That's what i seem to have a, with uh, a pretty good time i think he might leave for lacrosse for a year maybe maybe coach a local high school lacrosse team i think that's i think bill belichick's Coaching a local high school lacrosse team is significantly more likely than him becoming a broadcaster. He won an Emmy for his NFL 100 thing, and he seemed to have a pretty good time on Saturday. That's all I'm saying. And Al Michaels talked about it during the game last Thursday, like a lot. He did. I wanted him to shut up about it. Exactly. I'm saying. I'm just putting. I'm just connecting dots. That's all I'm doing. Connecting dots. Um, speaking of the Patriots, Thursday night they beat the Steelers. Um. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the game. Uh, I'm not upset that we won. I, I know there was there's a lot of Patriots fans being like, okay, well, we just lost out on Caleb Williams. Good chance that we're gonna we weren't gonna get him anyway. Uh, the Panthers are, are miserable. Um, Panthers tickets are going for 45 cents right now. By the way. Oh, that. Yeah. That's um, awesome. I'm glad they won. I, I we're still in the second position for the draft. It's a little tighter now. You know, I. Kind of prefer they lose out here. I still think they have a chance to win uh, against the Jets. I think anyone who's t- actually, I mean, this is just the Patriots fan of me. The, the Chiefs are struggling right now. This attract, this is, you know, things could get worse. I think the Chiefs use us as a get right game and beat us. I honestly think that's what happened. But would I be like, would this be the upset of the century if we won? I don't think so. But yeah, no, Zappy looked really good in the first half. And I have, I think I've already conceded this. Uh, maybe I didn't. Maybe I, it was in a text message. I do now think Bailey Zappi is better than Mac Jones. Um, I don't think it's by much. I still think they're both pretty bad. But if I'm going to keep one of the two quarterbacks for next year to, to be the backup or compete with somebody for the position, it's Zappi. 
purely for the pat for the fact he moves in the pocket better. He climbs the pocket. He doesn't free. He doesn't panic. He you know he's he doesn't do the things that Mac. He, he, if there's a defender in his face, he holds the ball for too long. That's his biggest thing. He'll hold the ball for too long, but he climbs the pocket. He moves. He's better than Mac right now. Um, so I'll, I'll I'll say that the second half he looked pretty bad. Um, threw a pick, didn't really do much, but defense played great. And Mitchell Trubisky is very bad at quarterback. That is another thing. He's he's not very good. Um, yeah, happy we won the game. Um, and the reports that Belichick are leaving have just made my week better. And I told you, Tucker, that he's being fired. So yeah, I told you. I, I didn't deny that it might happen. I said it would be a terrible decision, and it is. No, you uh, and Cam told me for three weeks. That he's staying. He's that, that all, this was all part of the plan. And by the way, if this is part of the plan, I read one report that said that that guy is lying. If this is all part of the plan, why are we winning games? What? Why are we winning games if if this if it's part? I, of the plan? I specified that. Belichick loved beating his ass. He's like, look, it's good for morale so to win a couple games. He's willing so to take himself I, out of the running for I, Caleb Williams. They're not losing another two games. To the Panthers weren't losing two more games. How do you know? You don't know that. If you lose out, you're guaranteed a top two no, pick. No, no. It's good for morale. Okay. There was no shot we were getting Caleb Williams because the Panthers are so atrocious. Spin zone. And <laughs> they said, okay, you know what? A few wins are good for morale. Check the Jets off the list. Check the Bills off the list. Check the Steelers off the list. Maybe they'll beat the Jets again just for shits and giggles. They might. I don't know. But that's just what they said. They're like, hey, look, we're not going to win a Super Bowl with this team. We needed a QB. There's a couple of really good QBs in this draft. Let's get one. And they did. They're doing it to perfection. It's a great tank. It's a real shame. And this article coming out, Tom Crow might have just ruined the Patriots season. Because now Bill Belichick's going to be like, well, screw you. If you're announcing this, I'm just going to start winning games again. He might just start winning. Hopefully, he does what's best for the franchise. And with his respect for the franchise, continues to lose. But I don't know. I genuinely don't. Because Belichick could just be like, you know what? Actually, fuck it. Um, I actually, after that win... I was more concerned that he was going to be end up staying than ever until the support came out because there was a lot of good press on him. Like I said, this weekend, um, I do think there is a win in there possibly going forward, um, especially with the Jets game and people are, you know, if, if he manages to pull how many games do they have left four, four, three wins out and you finish at six and whatever. I mean, six and eleven. That's not bad. that. That's not that like terrible. There's a bunch of teams with playoff like hopes. It would be tough wins. It would, but if he did win out, there is a real case to be made that you know he should he should be here. And I I listened to that case. I mean, I still want him gone, but you know, I two three win season is a lot worse than a six win season. Um, imagine if we imagine if we win the next four games and end the season seven and ten. Miserable, just the worst thing that could possibly happen. <laughs> um, give me a percentage you think he's here next year. I'll say fifteen percent. 
exactly what I was going to say. 28%. 28. Cam? 39. 39. All right. I'm going to go. I'm thinking about it. I still say it's a toss-up. I'm going 50-50. Okay. Um, Dylan, they beat your favorite team. Your second favorite team, rather. Sorry. <laughs> second favorite team. Sort of, kind of, I guess. Any takeaways from the game? Any very um, zappy thoughts? Zappy fever? I didn't watch any of the good parts of this game. I didn't watch the first half. I watched the second half. And it was it was a dull, dull game in the second half. I, I thought they were going to lose it. I thought uh, the Steelers were going to come down and score again. Wasn't there... Was there an interception and we got the ball back in the fourth? Yeah. Did it happen? There, no, no. In the first half, they threw a pick. We threw a pick in the second half. I think. I can't remember. It was a week ago. Maybe now. Maybe I watched the last half or the last part of the second quarter. I don't. They, they yeah, we, I think they threw us a pick in the second quarter, if I remember correctly. I just remember, like, okay, here comes the drive where the Steelers come out, score, take the lead. And something happened, and I was like, "Oh, it was there was a fourth down play call. That was like fourth and fourth and four or something like that, and they threw a deep bomb down the sideline. That was pretty stupid." Now I gotta take about the Steelers. The Steelers have this ideology of just hey, let's draft wide receivers with characters. The Chargers are so funny, (laughs) and. Hope it works out. And sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. There are always really talented people. And then you have like guys like Martavis Bryant. Martavis Bryant was a more severe form of Josh Gordon where he just would not sm- stop smoking weed. And so he just was permanently suspended from the NFL. Antonio Brown, nutcase. George Pickens, nutcase. Le'Veon Bell, nutcase like they just draft nutcase after nutcase and they're like yeah well you know like he's super talented but he has character issues and they're like and each time in the end it bites them in the ass and they're like wow how could we have seen this coming like this is why these guys get passed up on is because they have character issues and george pickens is one of those guys he is the next iteration of Martavis Bryant and Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. He is just one and the same as all these people. I, same issues. I think that's what you want. If you look at all the great wide receivers in NFL history, 75% of them are lunatics. Like, nut jobs. Um, uh, what do you mean you disagree? I, I also disagree. But how many lunatic, super talented wide receivers do you think you don't know? Guys that were super talented, had all the talent in the world, but were absolutely detected. Just look at look at guys like their career. Look at Randy Moss. Like, sure, he wasn't like a bad person, but he was a bad guy in the locker room. I think Pickens. I think his issue is he's like one of those diva guys. He's like, I want the ball. Get me the ball. He's not getting the ball. So he's upset. He's not trying. 
Like, I don't think that's like a huge problem to try also, to fix. Also, I want to add DeAndre Johnson to that. Yes, Antonio Brown okay. is a different story because clearly he has actual mental problems. Roberta's by a mile, too, by the way. But he was one of the best. He could have been the best receiver of all time. No, no, that's my point is that they'll take the super talented guy with character issues over, like, you know, and sometimes it works out. They're gamblers. Yeah, it's great. I think it's great. In the draft, and then if it doesn't work out, it's whatever. Like Martavis Bryant was a super talented wide receiver who ended up doing absolutely nothing because he was a mental case. Listen, I would rather have George Pickens and Tyquan Thornton on my team right now. I don't know. I think George Pickens will be out of the league before Tyquan Thornton. I disagree, but we will see. Um, no, I think I and Cam, you say you disagree. Look at like some of the like Jerry Rice sure didn't. I don't think he had problems. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald, he was a great team guy. Steve Smith was a nutcase. Like he was, he was talking shit to everybody. Like he was like, yeah, that's different. That's different. Talking oh, shit's shit. different than being that's like so different. Like, like George Pickens, who was like stomping his feet about not getting the ball on passes and screaming at his own. A teammate. lot of wide receivers and have done that. Where, and then his. His draft picture should have been the biggest red flag of all time. Like, oh, oh this dude's awesome. nuts. Nuts. I want like, him on my team so bad. I hope so he leaves there serious. and we can get him. I want him on my team. No thanks. Don't want him. He'll be out of the league in three years. I'm going to talk her real quick. Just to, to, you're absolutely right, honestly, Tucker. You, you bring up a really good point. Steelers just love the bad guys. Plaxico Burst, another example. Mm-hmm. He went to the Steelers. That uh, traded the Giants, shot himself. I mean, they know how to choose it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they always find talent. These get, they always get talented receivers. But these are guys that no, I, you're right. the whole league knows is talented, but they're like, look, this guy is too much of a. And it works. And it, it works. works. Yep. Sometimes. I think Ocho Cinco is a good example of like a guy that. Like, in the league, it's just unbelievable. You're always kind of holding your breath. What is what is going to do next? And he's still kind of that way. Look at guys like guy. Chris Carter, That's Michael Urban's, two of the two of the best receivers of all time. Huge problems, massive diva problems, off the field problems, like bad guys. Hall of Fame, top ten wide receivers of all time. Like I think there is a a large group of people that had character issues. Off the field issues that were some of the best wide receivers of all time. I don't. I don't think it's that big a red flag. I think that's how you have to be built to be that great. Your fingers on the mic, Cam. You're good. You're. You're just. It's like you're underwater and then you're moving around. And, computer is just in one spot. I'm not, I'm talking to the computer. Are you like shifting? Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Rice is just always going to be the epitome. He's going to be the poster child. No one's ever going to break anything that he's ever done. That's it. Um, all right. Other story for the podcast. Do the Giants have their guy? I mean, it's just flowers to us. We clocked Tommy DeVito right away. Like he was, he came across Twitter feeds and it was like, ah, oh, look at the funny Italian. I went back and listened. I said, he's going to be the starter by the end of the year. 
Cam said he's going to be a good player. Like, we, we knew. We knew who this dude was. Tony Del Vecchio in the flesh. Um, <laughs> but he is he's playing well. I, I liked what I saw. He's now 3-0 and as a starter. And people are being – there are a, a contingent of Giants fans that are like, don't be an idiot. This guy's not the answer. Listen, I'm not a Giants fan. I think this kid might be, like, actually good at quarterback. I Do I think he's going to be a superstar? No. Do I think he can be a middle-of-the-road quarterback in the league? Yup. I think you stick with him. You you know, they're not going to be in a position probably to draft one of these quarterbacks, unless they are in a position to get, like, a Daniels guy. But you start, you you keep DeVito as the starter. I'm doing I'm doing the hand motion. I didn't even mean it. I'm just starting talking about him, and the, and the Italian comes out. You keep him as a starter. You know, if the rookie beats him out by week four, five, six, then you get the rookie. But I, I think this guy is a, a gamer. I think he's legit. But the Giants are now in the wild card hunt, Cam. They they have turned the season around. How how you feeling about uh, your team and the uh, Italian style? Yeah, so I just want to make sure I, I have the full room. Do I, uh, do I have the connection here? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So let me uh, start this off by giving my flowers to Trey. Um, because I, I did not start this. I didn't know that we even had Tommy DeVito until Trey McNinch. So it uh, looks like you guys signed uh, a guy named Tommy DeVito. Super Italian. Fits the mold. This guy's awesome. That's pretty much the premise of it. But uh, once we found out he was signed to the team, we were both on board. We do have the clips to show for it. So we'll give, her both, uh, give her ourselves some flowers. May 3rd. May yeah. 3rd. Now, well, we definitely have, have the clips. I've listened back to him. I had an Italian accent the whole lap. Um, now, here's my thing. I'll give a quick state of the union of the Giants, by the way. I think this team is is more than capable of being a five seed in the NFC. Dexter Lawrence is currently the best defensive player in the entire league by PFF. He's better than Aaron Donald. He's a 93.2 PFF rating total. He's the best defensive player in the NFC. Um, We've had some unbelievable play by Kayvon, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau. I got you. Aziz Ojolari, Mike McFadden, Jason Pinnock. we got a great defense with Barndale if he stays there. We're going to be okay. It all comes down to this guy, Tom. And I keep every day convincing myself, why can't he just be the guy? Every Giants Twitter guy is saying, so what's the point of the game? Uh, Tucker, you're not, you're uh, unmuted. Sorry, man. Um, Tommy DeVito, everybody's like, and, and myself included, I fell into this, is, huh, you know, he's a third string. He's just a third string. But who? what makes him a third string, right? It's the fact that he was undrafted. It's the fact that there were other quarterbacks ahead of him. That's the only thing. If you talk about coming out of high school, he's better than Mac Jones. He's better than Kenny Pickett coming out of high school. He won the Elite 11 comp- competition in high school against big-time prospects. And then he just happened to go to Syracuse instead of Mac Jones who went out Alabama. He just went to Syracuse instead. Rated higher, 100%. He went to Syracuse. He didn't have a better team than Mac Jones. No way. So he didn't play as well. 
wasn't a good of a prospect. But this is the absolute match. So, yeah, right now, I mean, obviously, I'm on the page of this is Lynn's sanity. It'll, it'll mull over. But why? Why not? Why not keep it going, right? He's obviously going to start again. He's on a three-game winning streak, the second-highest winning streak in the league right now. Oh, 49ers, Cowboys are at five. Ravens and Giants are at three. We got the Saints this week. I mean, the kid's comfortable, obviously. His family's here and, and more than comfortable. They're making money for the league, which is obviously good. We've talked on this. The viewership is the highest thing that the NFL cares about, which is why the Bills are going to make the playoffs. I'm riding it out. I'm riding it out. I mean, whatever happens at the end of this season, I'll have my statement. But for right now, it's Tommy DeVito's team. There's no reason to not put him in. If you have seen this locker room, I have never seen a single player, especially Saquon Barkley, hype up a quarterback like they have Tommy DeVito. Saquon Barkley, with his three fingers punched together like the Italian. Yep, Trey's got it right there. Um, nobody's ever done that for Danny Jones, right? They've never, they've never said the things that they're saying about this kid in the locker room or about how comfortable he is. If you ever heard his press conferences, he says, I don't know, man. I've just been doing this since I was five years old. It's a kid's game out there. You know, I'm just playing, playing the game. And the fact that his state championship in high school was played in MetLife with the Giants logos in the end zone, I mean, it's kind of a sign. So I have no choice but to believe in it right now. Um, I'm absolutely rooting for wins at this point. There's no reason to root for losses if you're a Giants fan. Five and eight, absolutely no reason to root for, root for losses anymore. Because you end up five and five and twelve, you're probably going to get a, a six pick. Either way, you're getting Joe Walt, right? That, that that that's it. <laughs> we joke about a lot Joe of the Walt, draft yeah. analysis out of us has been who's getting Joe Walt. No, I think they're I, – I agree with you. I think they're I mean, playing for him. I'm, I'm rooting for the Giants through and through. I love what we're doing right now. I'm, I'm glad everyone's together in this world. Well, what it took to bring us together, so be it. I'm, I'm, I'm all in on the Giants, you know, winning winning out, beating the Saints this week. Um, yeah, no, they're playing for him. And I think, I think Danny's done. Like regardless, because if you go into next year and you have this, you got to let this kid play. Even if you have no other plan at quarterback, you got to go with this kid. Uh, Tucker, do you think they have a chance of making the playoffs? And is Danny the guy? I, I mean, Tommy. Like, I think their playoff probability is 1%. I've heard they have two games against the Eagles left on their schedule, which I'm scared of the Eagles as like a – mid to sub mid par team just because I think the Eagles right now are in such a bad spot that they just got the ship kicked out of them by two good teams back to back that they're just going to start ship like they're just going to start absolutely killing the average to slightly below average teams I'm not trying to insult the Giants here but they're clearly not on the Eagles tier and it feels like the Eagles will just absolutely clobber them just out of their own hatred for themselves. That's kind of my fear. But uh, I love Tommy DeVito. And if you ride with him next season, I think it'd be awesome. 
they need. I think their biggest need is the offensive line over Tommy. I think Tommy's, you know, he can be. I mean, he's got the confidence. He's got the charisma. The players love him. I mean, if you get him to bring Darren Waller back to the player he was, your offense can click. You can have the offense you need. I mean, you need an offensive line. The defense, according to Cam, is looking pretty good. So I like it. I mean, Tommy DeVito is the future of this franchise. Um, It's the perfect story. Dill, any thoughts? Um, I love DeVito. I, I think his post-game interviews are fantastic. I think seeing his his 180 fam, like member family in the stands is, is great. Um, I think it's just hilarious uh, that he's third string and, and doing well and, and turning some heads. Um, I, I, I think it's cool, too. Um, a guy out of nowhere, basically. Uh, we 100% called it. Trey called it, mostly. Um, I mean, what a snipe. Starter by the end of the year is insane. Like, that's... I wish that was my take take. But, uh... It's fun. It's fun to watch a new guy succeed, you know? Um, alright. One last it's thing... It's not I'll... like he's playing like he's the best player ever, but he's doing pretty well. One last thing I want to touch on in the NFL, unless you guys have any other pressing games, is just the, the Chiefs-Bills uh, situation. So... Uh, tight game, obviously. Um, comes down to the wire. Kadarius Tony lines off up, lines up offsides. They have an awesome play. Gets called back. Chiefs end up losing the game, and then Mahomes goes crazy mode. So here's here's my whole take on the situation. First of all, for people complaining that this was called, shut up. They they used to not call this. It's been called like eleven or twelve times this year. Um, the wide receivers offsides. If you watched uh, some of the games uh, this weekend, Tyreek Hill did the same thing, lined up offside, checked with the ref. He said, back up. He backed right up. It does, did they catch it every time? Absolutely not. But it's the end of the game. It's a heightened situation. Tony didn't look. He's offsides. He's very clearly offsides. I think if you're complaining that it's a bad call, you don't know ball. Secondly, I don't have a problem with Mahomes yelling at the refs at, during the game. I have no issue with that. Brady did it all the time. Brady would get tapped. It was very clearly not roughing the passer. It would turn around and scream at the refs. I have no problem with that. Is he maybe going to a little extremes having everybody hold him back on the sidelines? Yeah, that might be a little much. But, you know, he's a competitor. He wants to win the game. Him going up to Josh Allen and complaining is incredibly, incredibly embarrassing. Him continuing to whine in the press conference after talking about Travis Kelsey being robbed of a of a uh, a catch that could put him in the Hall of Fame. He's going to make the Hall of Fame. Don't worry about Travis Kelsey. No, that wasn't what he said. It's basically no, what he will. said. No, he said that is a play that will go on his Hall of Fame highlight tape that is now taken away. Oh, my God. Cry me a river. Like he doesn't have a million awesome plays. Yeah, but that might have been the coolest. I, no, no. It, it, it's so stupid. It, it just shows, that, like, I can't... 
game-winning touchdown 30 yards downfield. I came yep. into this season saying I had I disliked Patrick Mahomes more because of that QB documentary I watched. There's something he's not that likable. Like he's just not. He's a great player. He's an all-time player. He's not a likable person. He's he's his family sucks. And then this is on top of it. It's just I am so glad that even if he ends up being considered the GOAT, like if he goes out and wins eight Super Bowls and does it all, like I'm so glad that Tom Brady's my guy and not Patrick Mahomes. Like Brady, they there was a bunch of things like, oh, look at Brady. He yelled at the refs during the Panthers game in whatever year that was, 2014, 2015. He went and yelled at the refs and then went – in and said, yeah, well, we should have won the game in other ways. You know, this 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 happens. You know, you play the game for a long time. Things go your way. Things don't. He knew. He knew he got calls and he didn't get calls. Like, he knew how it worked. Mahomes has gotten calls. They, they, they talked about the Super Bowl call that we talked about in our Super Bowl episode, the P.I. Um, and then there was the Nikhil Harry one. When very clearly inbounds against the Chiefs, he said, well, you know, I don't really know. We we should have we should have won the game. We didn't win the game. We should have won the game. We should have made plays. So, I that that's my biggest takeaway. There's been a lot of Brady slander recently. Just I've noticed with Mahomes Mahomes related Brady slander. I think because the Mahomes fans are starting to get a little uncomfortable that their quarterback isn't running away with the league. Are they going to be in it at the end? Probably, but they look a little weaker, and people are taking shots at Brady. And I'm just so glad that I. I rooted for Tom Brady and not Patrick Mahomes because he's a, he's a, not a loser, but he's a dink. He's a weenie. Uh, Tuck, takeaways from the game, anything any, 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 in this situation? So I agree that the play call was, I mean, look, if you're offsides, you're offsides. Like, Chiefs love going Chiefs, offsides. And keep there was also a thing, it. he was offside five separate times. Basically, every time he lined up in the slot, he was offside. Um, and I do agree. It sucks because it was a very cool play. Like that would have been like, if you're looking at the highlights of the season, that's probably top five, if not number one. Um, but it's ridiculous to be like, it's bullshit that the refs, it's a ref show because the refs called a penalty that was a penalty. At the end of the day, if you don't want to get called for penalties, don't commit penalties. That's that's the number one way. Not like scream at the refs for calling penalties when the play is cool. Like they threw the flag at the beginning of the play. What did they want the refs to do? Pick up the flag and say Because it was cool. That was that was so sick. We can't call a flag on that. That was way too sick to call a flag on. Um but it's just, it's tough because it was a very cool play and it's not, and it didn't have any benefit on the play, that penalty. Like, him being a happy yard up does not impact that play whatsoever. But don't commit penalties. Check with the line. Like, he pointed at the line judge and then looked away. Like, he did not check. It's on him at the end of the day for doing that. And this game, it does, again, show that they're a flawed franchise. I mean, they are. At the end of the day, 
they're flawed and they have issues. They love going offsides in key moments. Absolutely love it. Addicted to it. Dill, this change your opinion on Mahomes at all? You're muted. No, it doesn't change my view on Mahomes, but um, I just imagining his weird voice yelling and screaming on the sideline. Um, I'm not even going to attempt to try and do it, but it's just uh, he's like uh, just an unlikable kind of guy. I don't know. I just I agree with you, Trey, that I'm, I'm happy that Brady's my guy, given even all of his faults um, and the things people like to say about him. Kiss and kiss. Um, but, like, I, I again, I don't mind him yelling and screaming. I'm the same um, way. I have no problem with that. I don't know. Just watching him do it, it just it gives me the ick as a guy. I don't like to say that, but he's just kind of like a weird dude. It's just yeah, a, I did. Lynette. Him complaining to Josh Allen is one of the softest things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, like what's what's Josh gonna? Yeah, man. <laughs> just dap up the quarterback. Even he da- Josh Allen. I watched a mic up. He, uh, Josh Allen dapped up Travis and was like, "Bro, that was one of the craziest plays I've ever seen." And Kelsey was like, "Yeah, it doesn't count though." Like that's that's fine. Like yeah, it was sick, but yeah, too bad it doesn't count. Like that's that's fine. Then. Bro, that's insane. That's the craziest way I've ever seen a game. Man. Are you kidding me? Offside? It's insane. Very clearly offside. <laughs> uh, Cam, you did say um, maybe brought him down, Mahomes down a few pegs for you. You also have a connection to Gadarius Tony, who talks a lot of shit to New Yorkers, but consistently causes the Chiefs problems. Yeah, I mean, this this was just a, a dramatic experience for Mahomes. It brought me down a little bit, but at the end of the day, he's never done anything like this in his career. This is the one time people are taking advantage of it. That's true. Um, I didn't even think of that. I, 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 I do believe. We lost it, Cam. Yeah, I will agree with Cam on that. But this guy's been through stuff and hasn't like thrown these his defense. He was riding for his guy. No, I. You know what I think it is. I think if this was the Super Bowl against the Bucks, where he got absolutely destroyed, like his line couldn't hold up for a word, hitting guys in the head. If he was throwing this hissy fit then, like doing a Giselle saying that they can't throw and catch the ball, like. That's one thing. This is his. This is his first year of adversity. This is that's the what I was going to say. Going through, where like, yeah, yeah. I, I think he's extremely frustrated with the team this year, and and they can't seem to catch breaks that they used to catch. And maybe this is the first time. But if they continue to put out that, like not a great surrounding cast around him, maybe he's not like Brady, where Brady just kind of dealt with it. Whereas maybe this is going to be a common occurrence for him or he's going to be at the end of the year and, you know, not walking all over the league and maybe the frustration starts to show. You're right. It is the first time he's done this. Again, if he wants to scream and shout at the refs on the field all he wants, I don't care. They all do it. Leave it on the field. That's that's just what I take away. What do you think, uh, uh, Cam? We'll try you again. Kadarius Tony. Is he funny to you? It's a great trade for the Giants. That's all I'll have to say. He's done nothing but hurt Patrick Mahomes since he's been there. 
other than the, the one punt return and the end around in the Super Bowl. But I think anyone could have made that play, honestly. So I, I think it's it's more hurt than, than help. Talk about a, a not good locker room wide receiver. Kadarius Tony probably on that list. All right. <laughs> um, do we have any other NFL stuff? Obviously, the Cowboys did very well. I don't have much to say on it. Um, I was expecting that to be a bit of a better game, to be honest with you. Yeah. Eagles uh, might be on a little bit of fraud. Not watch. me. I know Cam has been off the Eagles train since before the season started. Yeah, I think they're uh, small, small frauds, small f frauds, big f frauds. Dolphins, big f. Tyreek goes down. That team is a disaster, and they're they're starting to have major injury problems, like all over the board. They are the I think the worst team in the league on third down defense. Did you know that? I didn't. Um. Yeah, anybody got any any other NFL points? I want to hit briefly on baseball, too, before we get to the list. What's the list, by the way? Things we don't understand. There's a lot. Things we don't understand. There's a lot. Um, all right. Dill, let me ask you. You're a baseball guy. The Los yeah. Angeles Dodgers go out and yeah. sign Shohei Otani for $700 million. They defer $680 million of it to the end of the contract. They are in extensive talks with uh, Yamamoto. They just traded, I think, at the top of the show uh, for Glasnow from the Rays. They, uh, they traded for him? Yep. They said? brought him in. Yep. Um, they were a 100-win team last year, and they are loading up. They have a, I think, four. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> the Chargers game is crazy. Um they have a $4.7 billion evaluation. The Sox have a 4.5. What the fuck is your baseball team doing, Dil- team doing, Dylan? The Red Sox have done absolutely nothing. Not one thing. They, they signed a couple no-name nobodies. They traded um, away Alex Reduto to the Yankees. Speaking of the Yankees to camp, Joy went out and got Juan Soto. Is it a great deal? No, because he's on a one-year deal. Could they probably convince him to stay? I imagine so. Um, the Red Sox have done nothing. And the talks at the beginning of the year was we're going full throttle this offseason. That's been the call of Red Sox Nation on Twitter. Full throttle. And they have done nothing. Craig Breslow, I don't blame him. I think if you are not interested in spending money on your baseball team, you should sell the baseball team. What What are they doing, Dylan? Please tell me. I think the Red Sox are just a money printing machine in terms of sales and fans and um, tickets, at the, everything. They're just gigantic that John Henry has decided that it's not in his best interest to try to make the best team every year. And we've been dealing with that for since when we went 20. 19, 2018. 2021, they went to the uh, ALCS. Yeah, but we won when we were in college. 2018, they won. 2018. The show, yeah. And that wasn't even that good of a team. So, again, I What do you mean? That team was so good. Yeah, but... They Sale, Betts, Bogarts, Benintendi, Devers. They weren't the best team in baseball on paper by any means. You know? I, I thought they were up there. Um, they had some 
I say this all the time. Baseball comes down to having a group of guys having their best season of their career at the same time, and you just happen to have those guys. That's how you win championships. The Dodgers continue to try to manufacture that, and by just bringing in the most talent as possible. And it still has proven that, yes, you can have a super team and win a shit ton of games in the regular season, but it doesn't mean you're going to win the championship. Um, they've obviously done decent for themselves in recent years, but uh, I don't see the Sox doing anything major because there's really nothing major left. Soto, gone. Tani, gone. Wait, was that Jack Jones that picked that off? It was Jones. I don't know, Jack. That's Jack Jones. <laughs> oh, what? it was a sick play. I know. Sorry, Dell. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Um, the Sox are, are rumored to being involved in this Japanese guy, um, but you know, I just think they're just not gonna give out big contracts. They've they've said it before. Basically, they they did that one time when they went out and got Adrian Gonzalez, Carl Crawford, and a bunch of other dudes um, in 2011-12, and you see it ended with fried chicken and beer, and nobody will ever let us will let that down. So I, they're just they don't do it. They're not interested in it. Um, and I, you know I don't blame them for it because you're taking a, a, a giant risk uh, money wise. Because I think they just still rake in the cash, and I just don't care. Um, and maybe they'll win a couple here and there. Um, yeah, my whole thing is like, yes, the Dodgers are not winning World Series at a rate that they probably should be with the amount they spend on talent, but they're right in it every year. And the Sox, it's been feast or famine. It's either we're first or we're last. For the past couple of years, it hasn't been that way, but for for a long period of time, it was last place finish or first place finish. <laughs> And people in your division are getting better, uh, like the Yankees. Uh, Tucker, your thoughts on the Dodgers, Red Sox, everything, baseball? Any any eyes on it for you? Uh, yeah. Um, the Dodgers do baseball the right way. Correct. I agree. Uh, look, it's a non-salary cap league. If you're in baseball to maximize profits, then you're boring. Like, you're all billionaires. Like, no one needs money that's an MLB team owner. Like, you're not trying to make ends meet. Just have fun with it. Like, this is... It's sports. There's no salary cap. Spend the money. You're the Boston Red Sox. You make plenty. And when you're good, you'll make more money. People will pay more to come to your games. You, like... It's so dumb for them to just be a middling franchise when you have like one of the largest markets in all sports for baseball. Yeah. And people saying that this is an overpay for Otani. It probably is, but it's exciting for the Dodgers. So, so like, I, I heard a little bit about this. So when you do it with the future value of money, because of how much he's getting in future, don't make it that, back. It's a no, $50 million contract. Based yeah, on because, because money's not going to be worth 
six hundred and whatever million that he's going to make in ten years is not going to be worth what it is now. Like what contracts will be and all that. It's a four hundred fifty million dollar contract. It's the biggest contract in baseball, which is what Otani deserves. But it's not this astronomical double anyone else number that everyone thinks it is. Yeah, because it's not going to be worth nearly it's as much. Just, it's just a way cooler number. I promise you when he was going to other teams and they were like, well, we'd rather pay now, the number was 450 But when you look at it in the future and all that, it's completely different. Yeah, I, I, I think it's... I mean, the fact that they... The, just... To give Heimblum some credit, like, I was glad they fired him. To fire him, bring in someone else, and then do the exact same thing, like, just put handcuffs on the guy and be like, this is what you can and can't do. What's the what's the point? They were just looking for a scapegoat, and Breslow will be the next scapegoat in two years. He'll be fired because they didn't pay anybody money. Um, Cam, to you, you can touch on Otani, but also a big win for your guys, Juan Soto. Also, Alex Verdugo. Who's maybe not that good, but looks weird without a beard. Yeah, I, I don't have anything to say. I don't have anything to say until until we're in the playoffs and we've won won a series. I, I don't expect anything from the Yankees ever. Um, this is going to be an ALCS loss, probably according to me. Um, you don't you're not excited for Soto at all. <laughs> I'll never be excited again until we win. It's a good hey. Good way to look at it. Never be excited again. <laughs> All right. List, guys. Things we don't understand. Can be anything that you I know, or bet. Oh, yeah. Shit. I haven't even looked at the lines. Um, All right. We can figure it out off the air if we really need to. I mean, I can I can pick a line in five seconds. All right. Never mind. Go ahead. I mean, I'm, I'm the shark on the pod right now. Tucker, you're a four and ten, by the way. Yeah, I don't care what I am. Okay, I'm just for your for your research purposes. Suck. I appreciate it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, boy. Char- Chargers live bet plus fifty five and a half. Um. Okay, let me look here. I got mine. Go ahead. I'll I have mine right now off the top. I'm gonna take it because someone else is gonna see this line and jump on it. Texans plus three against the Titans. Love it. Cam, your line? Yeah, I, I'm going to stick with the division. I'm going with the Colts. The Colts play the Steelers here right. at home in Indy. It's one and a half. That's an easy one. Colts have to win. Steelers cannot score points. I guess that's easy. I like that but, one. Oh, it was all Matt Canada's fault. All right, I'm going to ride the hot hand. Um, Bengals minus three and a half at uh, or Vikings at Bengals. I'm taking Bengals minus three and a half. I have him at three and a half on my book. Um, This kid, what's his name? The Bengals quarterback? He's playing really well. Browning. Browning. Yeah, he's playing really well. Jake Browning. The Vikings are really struggling at quarterback. They benched now Josh Dobbs' third string. Um, he put, he put Justin Jefferson on IR and they immediately demoted him two spots. So <coughs> I don't know. I like what I saw from the Bengals last weekend. Uh, I'll take them minus three and a half. Dill, any ideas? Um, I can't get DraftKings to work. Um, I got locked out. I swear I'm putting my password in right. That's a little concerning. 
Uh, someone rifle off some lines for me. Um, what are some other ones I was interested? Uh, Giants are plus six at Saints. Uh, Broncos are plus four and a half at Lions. Ooh, Bears are plus three at Browns. Ooh, that's a really good one too. Jets are plus nine and a half at Dolphins. Love that one. Ugh, no. Um, Jet Chiefs are minus eight and a half at Foxborough. Uh, Buccaneers are plus three and a half at Packers. Falcons are minus three at Panthers. Commanders are plus six and a half at Rams. Um, plus what? Six and a half or three and a half? Six and a half. Six and a half. Oh, okay. Um, boys, uh, boys are, uh, plus two at, at Bills. The Cowboys. I'll say I like that one. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Boys plus two. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate that one either. All right, that was quick. Uh, so what do we have? Boys plus two. We have Texans plus three. We have the um, Colts minus one and a half, and we have the Bengals minus three. So two favorites and two underdogs. Love it. Things we don't understand. Cam, you want to leave it off? Yep, I will leave it off with planes. Um, it's an easy every one. Every time I fly on a plane, love it. Yeah, love, love it. Love to get where I'm going. No idea how I'm getting there. Does not make sense. Don't think it's real. I don't think so. Um, more of a more of an, uh, more of a chance that it's teleportation than anything, because there's no way that they could just get me there like that. Right, big metal thing in the air. Not, yeah, no planes. No, it doesn't make sense. Sorry, not gonna question it. Just give me air, but it doesn't make sense. I also think teleportation was invented a long time ago, and they're just uh, keeping it a secret from us. Dill, um, things I don't understand. Um, I have so many. Um, I don't know. I didn't have any time to think about this. Yeah, it's like 15 minutes ago. I know, and I was trying to, but we were talking. But, um, I would say, like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not good at this. Like, um, well, you just know everything. <laughs> well, I know how a plane works. Uh, let's. How about like um, language? Like, it's like, a good one. Like, who, who, who decided language and like? What do babies? Gotta, what language do babies think it? Yeah. Well, that's my question. Like, just like who decided that we're gonna start like? Saying things. And I, it all language, makes sense. Language is a good one. I like that one. My first pick is going to be money. Um, piece of paper that I give to someone and it's just like, okay, I accept this as money. I understand it's backed by something, by like gold or it used to be. And now it's, I, I don't understand it. Don't understand it. Pieces of paper. 
one says 100, one says one. This one's more important because it has an extra couple zeros on it. It's a bigger number, but it's the same piece of paper. Money makes no sense to me. Uh, I don't understand it. Money, my number one. All right. Um, my first one. No, my first two are going to go hand in hand. My first one's outer space. It's a good one. Don't understand that. People are like, it's endless. I'm like, how is that? Just Doesn't make sense. The more you think about it, the more you learn about outer space, the more confused you get. Scary, too. That was my number two. Um, my number two is astronomy. And that's like, you know, like astronomy girls, like this whole thing. Just don't get it. I don't get it. It's like, well, you were born in June, so you're a dick. Like, that just doesn't <laughs> make sense. <laughs> like and, and people use it to like validate anything. It's like, well, this is clearly just a coping mechanism. But it's like it's just not true. Like I know other people born in July. They're not just like me because they were born in the same month as me. I don't buy it. I don't buy it one bit. I don't get it. Tucker and I are both Leos. The coolest, basically, coolest astrological sign. Um, my number two is going to be the internet. Like, I understand internet culture. I understand that. I'm talking to you right now. How? How am I doing it? How am I doing it? What? Why are you able to, like, why are you able to see this video right now? It's just getting shot up in the air and landing on your computer. Makes no sense to me. Well, I don't I get it. Took away, I, I took away, like, two of my picks. Oh, I'm sorry. I But that was what I, like, there's no wires here that are connected to you. You just, like, signal into the sky, bounces off something, comes down to you. Makes no sense to me. Don't understand the internet. Dill. Um, I, I don't. Dill understands everything. <laughs> I'm, in um, I'm, I'm trying to think of good ones though. I don't, I don't really understand. Um... It doesn't have to be uh, something that you like. I understand how the internet works in theory, but it just doesn't make sense to me. Like that, that, that works, you know. And I understand how a plane works in theory. It doesn't make sense to me how that works, you know. Um, I don't really understand, say, um, this list, but yeah, the, um, <laughs> it's hard. Okay. Here's a good one. I don't really understand how, when say you like, say you like severely hurt yourself, like you. You like break a bone and it's snapped in half. And like I get that it it can mend back together, but like it like it's weak and then it grows back and you get your strength back. But I like I don't understand how the bone itself like gets its strength back. 
because you lose bone density, but like, how does it, how does it come back? Like you're not, it's not like you weren't eating while you weren't using it. Is it just the fact that you're using it? I don't know. Healing. You don't understand healing. I do. Just don't understand the yes, bone. Be, part. be broad as you want. Cam? Yeah, I got, I got the one. Uh, death. No. You said, you said I'm sorry, we can barely hear you. understand what happens when you die. Death. Death? Death? Yeah, that was on my list. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's a good one. Yeah. I didn't die. Um, well, where you go? You know? Where, where is everybody going? Are we meeting up? Are we going? I passed it all. Um, Ghosts? Number two is going to be garbage. Is what is it? Or number three, rather. Number it? three, garbage. 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 Um, I know. I know about landfills, right? But like, garbage gets taken out all the time. There's seven and a half billion people. It gets taken out once a week. That's seven and a half billion times. I've been alive. I mean, me personally. But garbage being taken out for at least 200 years, probably, right? So once it would be 365 times, uh, you know, 200 years of garbage just being taken out constantly. Where's it going? We're all, we're all offended about littering. And I've seen a couple of landfills, but like, how, how much of, of, the, the property that we live in can really garbage you can go to. So I, I get confused about where where everything goes and for all these people. And nine ninety percent of the ninety percent of garbage is burned. It becomes CO two and it goes maybe. to the atmosphere. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, I mean I don't know. Dell, back to you. Um <laughs> I, um, I don't understand the sphere in Las Vegas that I'm looking at right now. The sphere is awesome. I do. I love the sphere. Um, uh, I don't understand where mosquitoes go in the winter and why. How, how do they it's come back? One. It's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's none of the witches. And then uh, immediately there's a billion of them. Are, are they dormant? I don't know. I thought about this. Are they a good one. What, if the lifespan of a mosquito is 65 minutes, like, how are they? How do they come back every year? <laughs> That's a really good question. I, I, Dylan, Dylan, I thought about this, and it's a really, really good point. I, I thought about this, and I talked to my dad about it. What if we just got one bird? Oh no! I wish oh, I didn't my thing is birds, right? I'm always about birds. Yeah. And birds, birds, birds migrating from my migrating south in the winter. Do they go to the same spot every year? How do they know where to go? How do you know? Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, I mean, I want to strap up to a bird and just be like, oh, that. 
Um, my number, Cam, you're you're in and out pretty bad right now. Um, my number three, it's gonna be people who really like uh, watching like Twitch streamers. I don't understand it. Um, I can sit down and watch a stream for a little bit here and there, but people like there are these big groups of of like streamers that have that are like super duper rich and famous they all hang out and stuff and like they have these massive communities i don't understand it watching sitting there watching someone talk that you don't know like i i can understand like that but like donating money to them and yeah donating money to them and like like getting super involved in, in their stuff i I have a couple friends who stream, you know, it, it, you sit down and watch some video games like, yeah, but also I have these video games. I could just go play them. Um, not super into the streaming sphere. I don't understand the people that are super duper into it. Um, I get why you want to be a streamer. It's good money to be made and it seems like a fun thing to do. Play video games and talk to people. I just I'm, I'm not someone that's going to sit down and, and watch a, a, a big long stream, especially if it's like just somebody talking. Like, I don't, I don't understand those communities. I don't get it. So that's something I don't understand. Tucker. Did we lose Tucker? Did he fall asleep? No, I just muted my mic. Uh, it's people who own reptiles. Mm. I don't get it. Why, why would you pick that as a pet? Specifically snakes. It's like, it's proven that they will try to kill you at some point. Like, they want to kill you. And you're just like, yeah, no, this is my pet boa constrictor. If he gets out, he'll probably strangle one of my children, but it's a pretty cool pet, right? No, it's not. It's a really dumb pet. Why would anyone want that? I don't get it. I don't get people who do want it. It's stupid. And number four, Canadian football. Yeah, don't understand that. Don't get it. Don't get anything about it. I've tried to watch it from time to time, and I'm like, what the hell is going on here? It is just weird. I don't understand it. I kind of, I've tried to at times too. I'm like, okay, they're doing this because, but no, just nothing. It's just every weird rule they have, I will never understand. So, so for this one, I was, so for this one, I was going to go, uh, just science in general, you know, like things reacting together to create things like, but I'm going to be a little more specific. I'm going to go atoms. I don't understand atoms. They're tiny little things. They make up everything. You tell me they make up everything. I'm sitting on Not a bunch base. of atoms. I'm oh, just yeah. sitting on a bunch of atoms right now. And this atom is different than this one. So it creates this thing. No, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't think they're real. I think it's fake. Um, atoms. Not real. Don't understand. My entire life. Yeah. I, 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 yeah I, I'm, I'm not smart enough to understand it. I don't understand it. Atoms. Um, oh my god, I just had a good one. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, is it me? It is yeah. you. Number three, four? Four. 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 Number four, rugby. Oh, still I still don't understand it. I love rugby. I do. I, I like it. I still don't understand. Well, we were at the Cape at three in the morning watching that rugby. That, game. okay. Had, yes. Whatever that. Australian was, rugby. Australian. No sense. I was we were trying to decipher what was going on. No, no idea. We had no idea. 
we thought we would understand something, and then two minutes later, something else happened. Be like, okay, that's not a rule then. Australian football, <laughs> whatever, rugby. whatever that version of rugby, rugby is. I, I 100% agree. Don't understand it. Cam. Okay. My number one is going to be screens. Um, how do I see you right now? My, I understand pixels, but how do they adjust and, and show me your face exactly how you look and, and move around and with such, with such constant, you know, adjustments, you're moving your hand around and all of a sudden these pixels just, how do I, yeah, exactly. The, the hands see, and when I'm watching TV, this is a, dives into even deeper to, to cable. I'm watching the football game. No, no reason whatsoever why I should be able to see what these guys are doing on the field, thousand of miles away, on a on a pixel screen that's just flat. Right? I just put a plug in, and all of a sudden that these guys are just playing football thousand miles away, and I can look at it. I I don't understand how the colors match up and the pixels match up, and it doesn't make sense to me. Dale? Um, um, oh, sorry. No, no sorry, Cam. My bad. My bad. Okay. Number five. This is going to be a more broad one. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Who decided what should we should eat and when we should eat it? The government. Because me personally, I am an absolute breaker of rules. I will eat whatever at whatever time. If I have leftovers from the day before and I don't have anything for breakfast, I'm going to be eating Chinese food at 9 a.m. And I have done that before. And people are always like, what are you doing? It's only 9 a.m. And there's, you know, crab goes, Why does it matter? Why does it matter what goes into my stomach if it's not eggs, which you could also eat for dinner? If it's crab rangoons, why does it matter that I'm having that at breakfast? I think it's. I think it has to do with uh, you know you're you're fasting for a, a certain amount of time. If you're putting like something volatile in as your first meal, it's gonna mess up the rest but, of the day. But you eat. But you cream cheese with a bagel for breakfast. The crab rangoons is cream cheese, bread, and crab, which is the the, the fried part. I think the crab is crab. the issue. So. You can't have a, a, a protein with your with your breakfast with the cream cheese and bread. That's yeah, a good point. Anyway, but people put but people put salmon, lobs, lobs with the cream cheese bagel, but you can't put up with a rangoon, right? It doesn't make sense at, at all to me. Uh, Dill, your last pick. Um. Um, I guess I don't really understand, um, Trey, you were talking about money in terms of physical money. How about electronic money? Cryptocurrency? Like, no, more like, Certainly I, have don't money, understand that. I have money in the bank, but it's not like my money is at the bank. 
Where is the money? Where is it? We don't know. <laughs> they invest it and then they don't really have it. So then, like, if you go to the bank, you're like, I want all my savings, and then we don't have that in the, in the safe. Like, you, you can't do that. Like, so wh- where do they get it from? Who, who, who's got it? <laughs> That's the question. Where, where is it? Where, is where it? did my where so, the bills go? I could I can actually explain that a little bit briefly. It's, this isn't the explain list. list. This is the I don't understand list. So this, this is I, isn't it just like I give you a hundred dollars, basically ninety percent of it they're gonna invest it, and and yep. then they sell it basically, and then someone else takes it and then they invest it, but then like. Yeah, that's it. And then hopefully the bank doesn't Just lose the bank and, ask for and you lose all your money. If you had, if you had five hundred, Cam, we would love an explanation, but we might have to do it offline because you are in and out pretty bad. If you had fifty thousand dollars in the bank, but you went to your local bank account or your local bank and you asked for fifty thousand dollars. They would not have it. Right. But what I'm saying is I could, but I could spend, I could still spend that money electronically though. That's what doesn't make any sense. Like you could, it's readily, readily available to me to use electronically. Who's giving, who's giving, who's giving it to Amazon? Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Like how, how does that stay? Okay. Um, my final pick, I consider a few. I'm going to go with a good one. Women. Don't understand them. I don't get them. Don't know how to talk to them. Don't know what they want. Confusing. Uh, shout out all the women listeners. I, I'm sure they have had a point where they don't understand men. I don't understand women. I don't. Men are, we are simple creatures. I can understand, you know, why you guys are the way you are. I don't understand women. I don't get it. That's my number five. Oh, uh, yeah. My last pick is traffic. Yeah, big one. I don't get it. Um, drive faster. One of my just drive it's faster. Just, like, it, look, if there's a car accident, I get it. If they got like shut down some lanes. If all the lanes are open, then why isn't my car moving? <laughs> if everyone just moved, there'd be zero issues. <laughs> if everyone yep. just, all at once is like, all right, go forward now, there's no traffic. That's what my, when I was a kid, that's what I used to think. I used to think there was two people at the front going 10 miles an hour. And honestly, as a kid, I was like, when I get my license, I kind of want to do that one day. <laughs> Just get a buddy. Like, what's stopping us from the, like, all four of us getting on the highway, blocking all four lanes and driving five miles per hour? The police. Dale, you um, had you had a point. You know about you know what a phantom intersection is or a phantom stop is, right? No, never heard it's, of it. It's it, it's when something happened at the front of the pack of cars that caused enough people to slow down that it's a chain reaction of every car behind them also having to brake because they're approaching the cars that are braking because of the initial one. So it's just never ending. So what needs to happen is there needs to be a break in traffic to where the next approaching car, so all the people braking, doesn't, that approaching car doesn't have to brake because the people that just were have already started to go again. 
I agree with Tucker. What, just that, drive that faster. That, so you need I'm a fast. break in the traffic in order for the, the phantom intersection to go away. Uh, a fun fact is that uh, Boston actually is proof of this. If you add another lane to the highway, doesn't matter. I guess we'll never know. I guess I'm out about the game and anyone who used to take another route. Do you hear me? Yes, very. You, know? you got to talk in like five second shifts. Okay. Okay. If you add another lane to the highway, it doesn't actually help traffic because people will find out that there's another lane and more people will go on the highway than the route they, they used to travel. Boston is actually proof of this. They actually filled out the, uh, uh, whatever the walk park is in Boston, the walkway, park walkway. The greenway. I don't know. They, um, they minimize traffic by filling out the, what used to be, a big road with just a park where you can only walk on now. And they, um, they minimize traffic. Well, it's the fourth worst traffic in the world. Yeah, so they didn't do a great job. Um, no, I agree with Tucker. Just drive faster. Yeah, um, not great. That is our list of things we don't understand. I, I enjoyed that list. Um, I still don't understand most of the stuff. So that's our show. Episode 204. D- Dylan, did you look up Pineco yet? Did you recognize it? No, not really. No? All right. Well, no. not a Pokemon fan. Um, Apparently. Yeah, we got, I think, one more episode before the Wasties. And uh, maybe two. We're still trying to figure it out. But um, we, will, we will be back next week to uh, kind of wrap up the, the end of the year. Um, thanks for getting wasted with us. And we will see you next week. So long. Peace.